0: Welcome to Concafe for Monday, the 28th day of August, year of our Lord, 2023. (laughs) It's been one of those days. Tonight is Sunday night, uh, the 27th of August, and this is my second attempt to try to record uh, on video and also on um, audio. Uh, It's one of those days. computer is not cooperating the uh, overhead light that we use to make this man more presentable no longer works and (laughs) not tonight satan not ever Satan. get get thee behind me and let us march on to what we need to do but welcome thank you for coming thank you for praying for this old man and this ministry and i pray this bring a blessing to your life and to your heart we're getting ready for next sunday by looking at all the passages for this week we usually start with the gospel which we're doing tonight we're looking at the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 16, verses 21 through 28, the new international version of the Bible. And we do this to get us to start praying, reflecting on those pastors um, that either serve us in our churches or churches that you know who do use lectionary for their sermons. And, and if your pastor doesn't pray for him, nonetheless, or for her, because they've got a word from God for you. And so I pray that That'd be our aim, to build up the Church of Jesus Christ, to help others come to know how much He loves you, how much I love you, and how much the Church needs you, and how God needs you to be truly an example for others. The devotional is called, Take Up Your Cross, Take Up Your Cross, in a passage some of you already know, and passage that for some may be brand new. And uh, are you ready to get into the Word of God? I am. Matthew 16. For the Son of Man is going to come in His Father's glory with His angels, and then He will reward each person according to what they have done. Truly, I tell you those that there are some standing here who will not taste death before they see the Son of Man coming in His kingdom. This, dear friends, is the word of God for the people of God. We say, gracias a Dios. Thanks be to God. Well, a happy and blessed Monday, dear friend. I pray this finds you well. Please know my love for you and my thankfulness uh, to God for you. You were made for a reason. And once you discover it, you can shine in brilliant ways to bless God and to bless all of God's people. Now, if you haven't yet found your purpose, and I know some of you are still struggling with that, pray, pray. Then be silent, listen, pray some more, read, worship God and God will speak to you. This passage reminded me of many of the, all of the churches, all of the churches I served as pastor. Uh, and uh, as I would get to the church on the first day or probably um, the, the night before, someone would hand me a ring of keys, weighed about 120 pounds. <laughs> and uh, my idea, okay, as I received it. This is my cross to bear, (laughs) and I must carry it. Then, as I got older and served more churches, I began to realize there are some keys on that huge ring of keys that I will never use. I may not even know what they're for, and that's true to this day. Many of the keys on that beloved, treasured, hallowed ring of keys sit idly there, wondering who Will finally find me and use, use me. And, and uh, you know, as I as I began to get more experience in industry, I began to realize I don't need all these keys. I need the key to the front door that lets me into the office building. And if there's a separate key for my office, I need that second key to get into my office. And there, I can hide, I mean, uh, store <laughs> the ring of keys. Because there was no way I was going to put that whole ring in my trousers because keys are pocket killers. I would use the front door to the office, figure out what other key I needed, and the rest of the keys sat there and probably are still sitting there wherever I left them. This was a process because I didn't want to imitate my mentors who would mount that ring, hallowed treasured ring of keys on their belt somehow. To their credit, they wore it proudly, and you know who I'm talking about. God bless them, and may God continue to bless them in their rest, those who are in glory now. And speaking of glory, no one likes to hear that a dear one is sick or worse, terminally ill. In the same way, the disciples did not like the first verses of this passage as Jesus began to prepare them for what was next in his life. They were to travel to Jerusalem, and there in Jerusalem, Jesus said he would suffer many things at the hands of the elders and other religious leaders, and that he would be killed and on the third day be raised to life. Now, did they really hear what Jesus said about the three days that he would be raised to life? More than likely not. (laughs) They were hung up on Jesus saying, I'm going to suffer much, and I'm going to be killed. That's where I would have quit listening. I would have said, wait a minute. I might have been like Peter that said, you know, Lord, never. No, no, no. This this can never uh, happen. And Peter, uh, even though this didn't sit with him, it, it has good intentions, I believe. I'll give him credit for that in trying to say, Lord, you know, I can't let this happen to you. This was his going through the stage of denial. But I can relate to that. So can you. But Jesus says, you're not understanding me. You're not understanding me. Now I've shared how I've received some calls from dear people in my life who call to tell me of their upcoming deaths. Each one touched me greatly and hurt my soul so I can relate very much to what Peter is saying. Now, Peter was not expecting what Jesus said to him next. The words and the name, get behind me, Satan. Ouch again. As a faithful disciple, Peter knew who was who and what was what, and Satan was no winner And to be called Satan by Jesus, the Lord and master of his life, must have hurt a lot. But Jesus wasn't finished. He said, you are a stumbling block to me. You do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. He lets that simmer while he turns to the others and says that a requirement for them to truly follow him would, would involve two things. Number one, deny yourself. In other words, don't put yourself first. Number two, take up your cross and follow me. He also said that to save their lives would involve their losing their lives. But if they lost their lives for his sake, they would find theirs. So what does it mean, dear friend, to take up our cross? Here are several meanings that I think will help us in trying to understand what Jesus is saying. First is self-denial and surrender. What Jesus has emphasized is that denial of self means to stop being self-centered stop being overly ambition for the wrong things and stop trying to acquire all of our desires to take up our cross means to turn over to jesus our personal wants our comforts and even our pride to learn more about jesus and his example taking up our cross also involves our awareness of the possibilities that may involve our own suffering Jesus is warning that our discipleship will bring the possibilities of hardships, challenges, and even personal persecution. Taking up our cross means we truly will identify with Jesus, for Jesus is not only our Lord, but Jesus is our example. We unite with him in our lives by identifying with him. Taking up our cross is also our daily commitment. We hear Jesus asking us to do it each day, daily. It's an ongoing choice, an ongoing commitment to give ourselves to Him. Now, Jesus is calling us to embrace a life of selflessness, giving, endurance, and unwavering commitment to His ways, even in the face of challenges and opposition. It is His profound invitation for us to follow Jesus with a heart that is ready to sacrifice personal well-being and comforts for the sake of His kingdom. Now, Jesus promises that he will come in his Father's glory with his angels, and he will reward us according to what we have done. And many, Jesus said many, will not taste death before they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. Let's pray. Loving God, help us to surrender to you in ways that allow us to take up our cross and follow you. Grant to us a new heart with a spirit of service to all. For it's in Christ Jesus we pray. Amen. Dear friend, thank you so much for tuning in. I pray you have a great and blessed day in the Lord. If this is blessed, you pass it on to someone, forward it to someone, push all the buttons there. Subscribe, like, the notification, whatever it is, whatever platform you're on. We need to get this out to all people so they can know that Jesus loves them, Jesus cares for them. Here's your call to action take up your cross and follow Jesus. Receive my blessings, beloved. Peace. I'm Pastor Dudley, but I better remember. I thank God for you, and I love you, and I pray the Lord bless you and keep you. Amen.